0: what is up everyone and welcome back to the triple h podcast happy hour hoops sunday is the last game of the regular season playoffs are here i'm jacked up boys we we got just a loaded show previewing playoffs western conference eastern conference news updating teams that have guys coming back guys going down um I mean, it's just great. I love, I love this time of the year in NBA. All these last few games of the week seem meaningless, but also so important at the same time. Mm. I, I'm, I'm juiced up for
1: this time of year in the NBA. I love it. Juiced up. I'm fucking juiced yeah, up, baby. Juiced up. <laughs> Let's go. Juiced up. We haven't like, taken
0: steroids, bro. I'm juiced up. Are
1: you sure? I wish I was taking steroids, but no. honestly, I, you know, <laughs> hey. We've all thought about it at one point. Steve, how are you feeling?
2: I mean, I'm feeling as good as I can with the way the maps have been the past couple weeks. They're, they're I'm half sure you a game love out.
1: the report. I'm sure you love the report that they were considering sitting
2: everybody for the season when they're still a the game. <laughs> to <laughs> tonight, both Luka, and Kyrie are doubtful, and they're half a game out. So I'm, yep. I'm done with them. I told you guys, I'm not gonna let the Mavs ruin what could be one of the most competitive postseasons mm. we've seen in a while. I really do think this is gonna be the West is a mess. We've talked about that, and I think the East. I know you have the top three teams that are good, but I think there's a lot of fun teams in the East too. I'm just excited to see how these races shape up. I'm excited to really see who's going to get the uh, eight through six seeds. Because I'll tell you right now, if I'm a top three seed in either conference, I'm really not comfortable either way right now, depending on which team you could possibly be playing. And I think you're right, Dunny. There are a lot of teams that are typically at this point in the year kind of check out some players, you know, rest games. Maybe they shouldn't. And I get it. If you're in the playoffs, you're already locked in the playoffs. You got to focus on the playoffs when it comes yep. up. But there's big seed implications that can happen in these next three four days. I mean, oh, there are great. monster changes that could happen in seed implications. And I'll tell you right now, I'm looking at both of these conferences. The difference between getting a three seed and a two seed could be massive. Yep, mm-hmm. could be massive. The difference between being in the play-in or being in you know in that six seed is huge. Yep. So I'm I'm very excited to see what we'll what we'll have. Uh, Going forward, these next couple of days, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, kind of playoff type atmosphere games before the playoffs, and I think that's what we want as NBA fans.
1: Well, just tonight, we tweeted it out earlier. There's, I mean, six games with legitimate implications, and yeah. everything you're saying: Lakers, Clippers for control of the six seed, which is you don't have to say anything else. Like you avoid the play in the the Warriors. Are still hanging around there too, but right now, whoever will wins that game tonight is in the sixth seed after tonight in in crypto. So you know it's going to be a crazy atmosphere there. Celtics, as we were talking about earlier, they can gain a half game on the Bucks, which is mm-hmm. not not insignificant in this race right now. Sacramento and Memphis can both keep try to gain a half game on Denver and in that race with each other. That's important. But your Mavs there can move in the tenth with a win tonight. Huge game, and Atlanta and Toronto can both make a game on Miami for that in this spot up to get up there. Um, to try to get higher in the play and avoid you know the play in the east is set up, but there's some matchups I would imagine that I would imagine everybody wants to avoid Miami, right? In that, play. yeah, so it's, it's a, that has to be the team you going to, to Miami, especially yes. going to Miami for two games, no one wants or one game, right? Least, like, no one wants to do that.
0: Yeah, it, it's madness. Um, we'll, we'll break down. Pretty much everything Jake just talked about, and a, a little bit more. Once we get to the East and West, we're gonna try to preview both conferences here. And talk about the the biggest things going on. Fly through the notes before we get to that. But there is some there is some big ticket items here in the news and notes mm. this week. Andrew Wiggins finally set to return this week. Um, he's had over you know close to two months total, I think, off away from the Warriors because of personal issues. Look, I think we've all yeah. heard the rumors of what it might have been, and I don't think uh it's yeah, fair. Sham's reported, on. didn't he?
1: I didn't see what Sham said. I just saw his that. father his father had a medical issue that was yeah. they were dealing yeah. with. And so yeah.
0: yeah, it was there's there's some nasty shit going around about his fucking wife and kids, and mm-hmm. it's just I, I from the second I thought that saw that I didn't think it was true. One and two, it's just like mm-hmm. the 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 amount of people that ran with the story was crazy. But, oh, yeah. you know, on top of that, or aside from that, just Wiggins coming back is such a huge, massive thing for the Warriors. I mean, mm-hmm. he was probably their mm-hmm. most consistent player through the playoffs last year for them. And, I mean, we saw a drop off in their play when he
2: left with the personal reasons. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Um, and He's their glue playoffs last year. He's second best player in the playoffs. After Curry last year, he's the second best player for their run.
1: I mean, everything that we think Draymond does, everything that casual or at least like most people will give Draymond Mm -hmm. the credit for not cutting his slippage is what Mm -hmm. Wiggins does for that team. Now defensively too, like he is easily one of the best defensive players in the league. One of the best two way players in the league. And if he comes back and he doesn't look rusty or any, if he looks like he's just Andrew Wiggins and Andrew Wiggins for his entire career, say what you want. He didn't live up to the massive hype that was put on his shoulders. And Mm -hmm. it was massive that like, we, let's not get get it twisted that we were probably a little unfair towards Andrew yep. Wiggins a little early on. I calling him career. the
0: next LeBron. That's tough. That's exactly. to yeah. to. tough, tough to live up
1: to. Tough um, to live up to. It's just a guy that has always been able to slot into any basketball situation and have an impact on the game because that's what he does. Like, he's still going to get to the rim. He's still going to put up his yep. shots. He's still going to play great defense. So even if he's not sharp, I still think, whew, it's a scary. The Warriors now, for, getting back together. Yeah, like it's. They're playing it's back right different. now too. They're start, yeah. play, I didn't again. watch that game. I didn't get to watch any hoops last night, really. But that Thunder Warriors game, the highlight video of it, I'm so sad that I didn't get to watch any minute of that because high level yeah, basketball. And that's and your staff
0: battling. Whew, yeah.
1: And that's your lower seeds in the West. When we get <laughs> to talk about the West, those are the worst teams that are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, crazy.
0: Yeah, Wiggins is going to be massive coming back. It should leave every every other team in contention in the Western Conference should be a little frightened by this. Um, and it's kind of perfect to have these two bullets on top of each other because of Wiggins' famous picture last summer when he just looks absolutely <laughs> baked. Uh, the, NBA, the NBA is no longer wow. prohibiting marijuana, which uh, I think long wow. time coming for this. Um, yeah. You know, we, we've heard. Many retired legends, um, you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, probably being the biggest, saying that he s- still to this day smokes weed every day for his back pains that he endured during his NBA career. Um, Steve Kerr, I know, is a big advocate for same thing. Back uh, issues that he acquired yeah, back during issues. his playing years. <laughs> we all yeah. we've
1: all heard your reasonings, guys. We got it. We're with
0: you. <laughs> But yeah, and like even aside from that, Jake, you're right. Like just being able to use it recreationally, it's yeah. legal in so many states now. Um, players are allowed to drink when they're of age. It's silly that you know they wouldn't be allowed to do something like this. So long time coming. This is not David Stern's NBA anymore. Um, it's it's Adam Silver's. He you know smoking marijuana is no longer prohibited. And I don't know. I think it just it obviously it doesn't do much to the actual game, but it just. It, it probably is just a comfortability level for the players. And, uh, uh, you know, I think it's a cool progressive
1: thing that the, the NBA did. Yeah, Both I think time. It's, it's an easy JR way
3: up. JR- uh, yeah.
1: JR, hey, JR's trying to make the Masters, bro, all right? Let him, <laughs> let him cook. I'm trying to remember. I'm going to try to look it up uh, quick.
0: But there was two players at a rookie sophomore game that got – or it was All-Star Weekend, but they got caught smoking weed in their hotel. And they got they got sent home from the weekend when they were playing in the rookie sophomore game. I think it was Mario Chalmers and someone else, but I'm gonna try to look mm, it up. Quick.
1: I do. I vaguely do. Remember. It's like Mario
0: Chalmers and like yeah. Dewan Blair or something. Yeah, it was oh, definitely DeJuan. Here Black, we go. Like, yeah. like no, you know, it was it was it Darrell DeJuan. Arthur. Darrell. Oh, sorry. DeJuan. Darrell DeJuan. Arthur. Similar similar players. Um, March Madness heroes Mario Chalmers and Darrell Arthur were thrown out of the NBA rookie transition program on wednesday morning after being caught in their hotel room with w- marijuana and women, according to several sources oh, man, okay so man. it wasn't the all-star yeah it was the nba rookies transition program but yeah stuff like that won't happen anymore um you're allowed to <laughs> you're allowed to smoke weed in the nba now so that's cool um you know we, we even a we- is distraught <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god he's gonna he's gonna have to have a
1: whole stay off the weed segment like every first take episode now yeah. just wait he's, till he's, someone he's, goes like you know four for 19 and 13 <laughs> points in a playoff game he's gonna be like y'all know what he was doing the night before yeah. <laughs> dude yeah Stephen is gonna be
0: requesting drug tests just out of curiosity not even to get anyone in trouble <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, we we, lo- we gain a superstar coming back from, well, I guess this wasn't injury. It was personal reasons for Wiggins. But, of course, we have to lose one because there's always negative, negative news in the news segment. Julius Randle out two weeks, which massive blow for the Knicks, who, I don't know, they kind of been being the Knicks towards the second half of the season, holding that spot in the middle of the Eastern uh, Conference standings. But at the same time, haven't really been as impressive. Obviously, Jalen Brunson's been amazing throughout, but just supporting cast um, and the team as a whole has been pretty up and down. But I I don't know about you guys, but... I think they need Julius Randle to win a playoff series. Oh,
2: absolutely. And and Randle is one of those guys who last year was a little bit disappointing and kind of became not necessarily a meme, but people were like picking at him. Like, oh, he was a one-year wonder. He choked the playoffs. He can't do it. And Randle has arguably been their best player this year. I know Brunson's been incredible, but Randle has gotten back to that all-star type player that he was. And he's been having a great year. And I think that it would have been huge for the Knicks because – You know, that first, you know, having to carry a team playoff series, it was tough. It was a brutal series for him. I think he probably learned from that. And we saw he learned from a down year. He bounced back this year, had a great season. And I think that would have helped him a ton in the playoffs. But now you lose him. You don't know when he's coming back. I think it's going to be two weeks, but you really don't know when he would come back in that series if he even came back, if they rushed it back and whatnot. And you're going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers, who have a power forward of their own, and Evan Mobley, who has made that leap. In the second half mm-hmm. of this year, and to lose a guy like Randall in that playoff series, I think is detrimental to the Knicks right now. Where I thought that was going to be probably the most fun first round playoff series if we got it, Knicks Cavs. But now without Randall, I just don't. I don't think they have anything down low to face uh, Mobley and, and Jared Allen down there. I really don't. I think it's going to be a pretty big mismatch in the Cavs' favor now, and I know Jake's got the Cavs head on. He's probably happy about the fact that the Cavs have no, a little dude, bit. Do you think I was? Do you? Hold, well, hold, hold,
1: hold, on, hold on. Do you think no. I was scared of Julius Randall going? No, 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 think no, that no, 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 no,
2: but no, 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 but but but, but hear on. me out here. You would rather face the Knicks without Julius Randall than right. with Julius Randle. of course. Of course. So I, it, you know. From that perspective, I think the Knicks probably could have gave him a series with Randall, but now, I mean, it's it's just tough, and it's classic New York Knicks, right? They got everyone's hopes up. Brunson was balling, Randall was balling. Yeah. As so soon as they made the deal with Josh Hart, it's like, oh, the Knicks figured it out, and then they started slipping, and then Randall her yeah, well, classic knicks don't fashion. get to
1: it i mean don't get too ahead of yourself with the Cavs in that in that series though because all that means is the knicks are just gonna bomb threes and what have the Cavs been bad at all year i've told you guys so many times they can't defend the three-point line the knicks are gonna win two games in the series because they're gonna shoot 45 from percent from three that's you just what's gonna happen without randall it would happen Randall
2: a lot more a lot more small oh, ball would, from the next yeah. this series yeah. i would assume so right
1: but that might I yeah. don't know. I don't know if they want to take or, I don't know. It depends what the Cavs chess match yeah. is because the Cavs might just go small too and just be like, all right, we're not gonna play Mobley and Allen together. It's gonna be interesting without yeah. Randall. But Brunson is really the most terrifying. Brunson cooked 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 yeah. Mitchell last
0: year. Cooked. Can I him. drop a little uh breaking news on You're Brunson still? that doesn't really have to do with the Knicks? What do you do? Apparently, um Woj just retweeted this. Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban is blaming Rick Brunson for the Mavs losing Jalen Bronson in free agency, saying things went south when the parents got involved. Oh, my God.
2: No, you Cuban. Think? You got to eat this. your own mistakes. You got to eat your own mistakes. Damn. You we know it. this, though. They hired his dad to know, be a coach. Like, everybody yeah. saw it coming. It's like the – that,
0: that's that, just stupid. He says that's that just that when he's stupid. a game out is of the plane. Yeah, exactly. That's just
2: stupid trying to cover himself because he's like, oh, we probably should have brought Brunson back. Looking oh, at you this think, yeah. four, four
1: was on the table, and he they, uh, they stop, please stop, don't
2: it's bring crazy. that
0: up. Yeah, yeah I know, I, did, I didn't mean to bring the maps into this, but <laughs> yes, you it did. Is... They
1: have to be mentioned. I really all did. All did. I You played.
0: guys said Brunson, as I was reading Brunson's name, I was like, all right, I have to bring this up. Um,
1: it was God's no, Going back brain. to it,
0: I think this would be a f- very fun series. But it, other than, Jake, what you just mentioned about that, you know, the Cavs struggle to guard the three-point line, it is kind of crazy how – I don't know. Like I feel like you, the Cavs almost cancel out everything that the Knicks are good at, even at full strength. Like, Randle is obviously, you know, arguably their best player. And you guys have – he has to deal with Mobley and Jared Allen for a series, and then Jalen Brunson is amazing, and he just had a very good, you know, him and Mitchell just had a battle yeah. last week where they were just going at it, but like that alone is a, is an example. Like Mitchell, Mitchell and Garland can cancel out. Garland's any been production. so bad
1: lately, dude. I don't even yeah. want to. I don't even want to assume anything. Mitchell's made up Garland for right it right now. Yeah, he's he's yes because yeah. he like he knows he has to because Garland know, is in like it's it's a funk like it's like a it's a it's a weird thing right now so Hopefully if it's not gets mitchell, out of
2: it before and before next and that's week. what i
1: and that's it's like weird because it feels to, i'm very worried about it being two ships passing in the night where garland's gonna figure it out and mo and mitchell has been so hot mm-hmm. at the end of the year and nah, oh, i mean no. i would rather him be scoring 40 points against the Knicks in game one than five yeah, then probably. in games against orlando in game 78 but we'll right. see we'll see yeah yeah Um, i think i think the the series starts game three if the if the cat i think the Cavs are going to win pretty easily game one and two because they've been great at home all year they've been not great on the road and they've been they've lost both games in new york this year so that's really i think depending on what the knicks look like without randall at home how much juice they get just from msg and if the shots Mm -hmm. are falling better if they lose, if they win one of the first games, then I'm very worried going into uh, New York. I, I
2: agree. Yeah, I agree with
1: which that. obviously, obviously that's not like a crazy statement, but no. I don't. I think that the the Cavs are very lucky that they're the four seed here. Yeah, I'm not lucky they earned it, but
0: yeah. No, I know what you mean that's 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 true. Um, you know, Knicks fans obviously hoping Randall's back. I I think Eve Jake even you would agree with this. Like you want to see you would want to see Randall at some point in this series, just. Honestly, sometimes... I never want want guys hurt in a playoffs. Right. Especially, like, for one, obviously not the biggest reason, but, like, the worst is when your team has a huge win against, like, an also good team, and then everyone on Twitter and social media is just like, oh, well, we didn't have this guy. We're a different, like, sick win. Yeah, It's like, all right, man. Like I I didn't ask for Julius Randle to get her. Playoffs
1: are a war of attrition. That's really yeah. what it comes down to. Like it, it and that's what it's been every year for how many of the last years? Like have decided has there been a playoff? At least one of those finals teams in the finals probably got a little bit of a break because another team got injured. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at you look Kawhi, you look at you got Middleton. I mean even before yeah. the, the Bucks the years before with Kyrie and Harden, like all these, like all these teams skating by because mm-hmm. of injuries yeah i feel you though i'm not it's gonna it's not gonna change it if randall doesn't play the whole series the Cavs get n- no credit from Knicks fans on winning right. that series at all and that's not a lot like of people
0: lose sleep about that but <laughs> no i'm ready for yeah. war bro. i don't care right
1: I, I don't care it's gonna be a fun couple weeks
0: uh other big man out for season not two weeks Nas reed out for the season for the timberwolves you know you're, if you're uh, just a casual watcher, you get to the NBA playoffs, you see a Timberwolves game you might not even have noticed or known who Nasreed is, but he has oh, taken wow. a massive, yes. massive leap for the Timberwolves this year. Um, he's been playing great. He added a three ball to his game. Uh, he's just really been one of their more consistent players that, you know, outside of Anthony Edwards and, you know, the. Their, uh, he was their more, most consistent role player, I would say. For sure, yeah. Agreed. And, he stepped up
2: big time when Cat was out too. Right. Yeah. Big that's time.
0: exact. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Um. You know, he he's good at giving Gobert and Cat a rest, or you know, come if come playoff time, if they had foul trouble in a big game, I'm sure he would have been huge. So that's more of a hit to the Timberwolves that I think people realize. Mm-hmm. Um, Naz Reid out for season definitely mm-hmm. definitely sucks, but uh, excited to see what he has for next year because, like I said, he he made a huge jump. Yeah. He was super fun to watch in college as well. I didn't think he would. I didn't even think his game would translate like this, but obviously it has. Um, so we wish for uh,
2: Nas Reed a speedy recovery. It's crazy seeing all these big men just start to develop threes out of nowhere now. I know I, Nas Reed. I, if you told me from college that this guy was going to start shooting threes and making them consistent, like you're out of your mind. He's got a great three ball. He yeah, really I will does. say
1: if if you if you follow basketball or if you played two K and somehow got Nas Reed on your team, you figured out, oh my god, this guy is like Nas yeah. Reed. Bro, get in like a finals game, a computer Nas Reed gave me like a fucking like LeBron stat line one time. He's just pulling <laughs> up like from the three cash like Nas Reed 2K. If you got if you're a 2K person out there, that's it. That's my word of advice.
0: Let's go. I love that. You gotta find those when you're making an association or any any sort of draft Story team in first. 2K, you gotta find those gems. Um all right. Well, that was those are all the news points. I have a few spicy hot takes to end this segment. Oh, uh, well, I guess one's really only a hot take. The other one, I just I've seen enough. Joel Embiid's MVP. I don't know if Ooh. that's a hot take anymore. Last night solidified it for me, man. He's wow. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. He's Jokic <laughs> is not should not win the MVP. It's Embiid put up the most effortless fifty ball I've literally ever seen. That yeah. is not hyperbole. That's not ex- exaggeration. Okay, so I said this too, and to he our... was, and he was bothering Tatum at the rim all game. Like he True. he be- went up against Tatum. Tatum always gets the best of Embiid. Not last night. He, Tat- Tatum looked bad at most parts of the game. Yeah, couldn't get around Embiid at the rim, and Embiid. Got a, had a 50 ball on mostly mid range jump shots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: his, I mean, his mid range games. It was disgusting. Man. His defense has been great this year, too. And the, I have and a the question biggest... for you both. I have a question for you both. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. You're, Where no, are you, you go on? first? Yeah. Do you
1: think the Celtics, that was the, that was kind of the game plan last night, though? Because the, the really. Shoot. Just let him do. He's gonna if he's gonna do that, whatever. Because really, like the Sixers didn't score, <laughs> didn't score great outside of him. Field goal percentage nice. wasn't great outside of him. Everything. Oh, A vision game. No, not at all. And Celtics it was him And like on one hand, yes, it's MB Like you got to give him credit, everything. But I feel like when you first mm-hmm. I saw your tweet about Grant being on MB to start the game, that was the first thought pop popped ahead. I was like, okay, so their plan is just let him eat and shoot. If he wants to shoot mid range all day, fine. Like we'll take mm-hmm. that. It didn't
2: work, but it also – maybe if Jalen Brown was there, it would work. But go ahead, Steve. Sorry. No, the only thing I was going to say is I think the big thing that was defending Jokic to win an MVP earlier in this year was the team's success. And granted, they're still first in the West, but the Philadelphia 76ers have the same record as the Denver Nuggets now, which is crazy that we're saying that. They have the same record. And the yeah. other thing too is Jokic is no longer at ad- averaging a triple double, and whether that's a big deal or not, it's nine point eight assists. It's not a big deal to me, but no. some people look at that, you know, and view it the wrong way. My biggest reasoning why I think Jokic should have won it is the fact that Jokic is playing his best year out of the. Th- three years I think of his MVP seasons the first two years I think this is Jokic's best season but what we've seen the past you know I don't know month or so is he's been getting exposed a lot on the defensive side of the ball and people are very concerned for the Nuggets going into the playoffs because did I send you that stat did I send you guys that tweet about him being so. the
1: worst defender against layups, I think. According so. to second perspective, yeah, yeah, since yeah you, you did send
2: yeah. that, and, and that's the thing. It's like now that we're getting closer to the postseason, this kind of you know honeymoon phase of the Nuggets' regular season has kind of worn off, and people are like, "All right, is Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Jokic, one of them's got to figure out how to play defense." One of mm-hmm. You have to have one of your top three players know how to play defense. Mm-hmm. Jokic has been getting exposed, and it also helps, too, that Embiid, I know he sat out one of the games, play, has played well in big games when he's gone up against other superstars. And Embiid has been the best player in the second half of the season. I don't think it's been close. I think Embiid's clearly been the best player. My biggest thing, though, is I think Embiid is going to get it this year because of the fact that, Oh, he's been an MVT type player these past three years. He's got to get one. Right. And that's why I, that's where I kind of disagree with how the way the NBA does it. Cause I think if Embiid got the MVP in the first year of these three, Jokic won last year. I think the conversation's mm-hmm. much closer this year. But yeah. because Jokic won too. two. I I can't stand it, but it's just a matter of fact. That's just how they do it. But because Jokic won two and Embiid was right there both years, and this year he was right there. Jokic was clear at the start of the year. Don't get me wrong. Jokic was clear. But then the Nuggets started slipping a little bit. The 76ers got better. And then the second half of the season, Embiid has been the best player. I think that's where people can just kind of make the justification. All right. Um, Embiid's been balling. It's time for him to get his MVP, which I don't like how they do it that way, but I think that's how they're going to do it, Donnie. So I don't think it's a crazy take to say um, Embiid's the MVP. Who do I think is the better player? That's neither here nor there. If we're talking about best player, I'd still take Giannis over both of them. You could call him crazy if you want, but I would. Giannis
1: is going to get a lot more votes than we think. think, Oh, and he
2: should. And he should. If we're going, like, who is the best player? Giannis, to me, is kind of like the Mahomes effect in in football, right, Mm -hmm. where he could win it every single year just because of the jaw-dropping stat lines and plays he makes on a nightly basis. But – I think the way this season's set up and the way the 76ers have been playing, I think it really does bode well for Embiid getting the MVP this season. Even though I don't think the reasons are the best, I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve it because he's playing like an MVP. There's just a couple Mm -hmm. other guys that are also playing like an MVP.
0: Yeah, I think the two things that put it over the top for me too is, I mean, we already mentioned it, but like, the the when you just stack up their two defenses and B blows yep. them out of the water yeah. and it's most down. valuable player for a reason player with both sides of the balls it yep. should be included in that breakdown and I feel like almost now more than ever like people love the whole two way player thing like mm-hmm. what what are you doing for me on the offensive end that's great but does can he defend the perimeter can he protect the paint if he's a big man like. Embiid checks those bucket box, uh, boxes. Yep. The Joker doesn't, and then the, the other thing. Obviously, it sucked. Last game, Embiid didn't play when the two matched up. But earlier in the season, when they matched up, Embiid just yeah. crushed I it. Yes, and the it uh, guys, that <laughs> yes, that should be considered in the race, in my opinion. I agree with you though, Steve. I think the way they do it about like, oh, who won it this year blah 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 like what is this yeah it's just it it is it's a little too too much politics involved Mm -hmm. in that sense but yeah i don't know i i just the the 50 ball last night the effortless mid-range jump shots the blocks on tatum um it it was enough for me i think it beats the mvp jake's gonna love my second hot take to end the, the news and notes um donovan mitchell has four consecutive 40 point games. Insane. That's ridiculous. That's some Insane. Kobe shit, that's some James Harden shit. Um and that being said, I was thinking in my head today about guys that Donovan Mitchell has officially passed for me as far as I think he is a better player than these guys and I can't I my mind won't be changed until next season. Like it has to be a start over if one of these guys passes him next season, fine but I, I don't even think it will happen. I think he's going to be ahead of these guys going forward. Some might be obvious. I It's kind of hard to compare a few of these guys, but I think Donovan Mitchell is now better than Kyrie Irving. I think he's a better player than James Harden. I think he's a better player than Trey Young. I think he's a better player than Paul
2: George, and I think he's a better player than John Morant. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because obviously – like you look at the skills Kyrie has, but then you look at team success and how Kyrie's been around teammates. Like Donovan Mitchell went to the Cavs, made him a lot better. Kyrie Irvin, we talked about this last week. You don't need to repeat it. But I the teams have not got, yeah. They, they didn't, on Kyrie, yeah. Bro. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. We're not, we're not repeating that one. <laughs> TikTok comments got to do. Uh, <laughs>
0: there was just no context. I wasn't saying they were bad because of his play. I'm saying right. they're bad because of who Kyrie is and what he no. does to teams. But yeah, I, I know. But, but it, it's tough that. in a 30 second clip to <laughs> yeah. have
2: the context that get incinerated by 12 year olds on TikTok yeah. <laughs> who their they're NBA experts. Anyways, uh, the only one that I think is is kind of tough for me, which is which is kind of crazy of the five you mentioned. But it's just it's a completely different player. That uh, Paul that's George, right? Yes,
0: dude, yeah. that's the one who I was Paul like, George Can I say like this? Paul George? Laps,
2: laps, Donovan Mitchell defensively. Yeah, that was, him defensively. that was the tough thing. And Paul me, George man. is another guy, too, who I think is like once super underrated still. Like when Paul yeah, George is just in his bag, he's incredible. And it I, that's a kind of a tough comparison because Paul George is more of a stretch forward to me donovan mitchell obviously more of the you know that guard who can he can run mm-hmm. the offense through him he can play off the ball get his shot whatever but um that's the only weird one i think john ja morant the big thing with john ja morant he, he makes these highlight real plays but we still haven't seen enough consistency i think out of Ja i think Ja's ceiling could be better than donovan mitchell's even though donovan mitchell scored 71 points in a game like if we're talking yeah. ceilings he's shown the ceiling this year yeah um, but a lot of these guys can't Say what Donovan Mitchell's done this year, and it's crazy because last year we were saying the opposite, where, we oh, these guys should be better than Donovan Mitchell. But now yeah. we've completely reversed it. But my thing to you, Donnie, is I have two more names, and I know you're going to hate me bringing up these names.
3: I
0: don't know who you're S- going
2: to say that. SGA S- 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 S-A or Donovan Mitchell? I thought about putting SGA
0: in. I think I'll I would take J. Mitchell. J. <laughs> oh, I think I will take
1: Mitchell. I,
2: I'll take I'm, Shea. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm think I'm leaning uh, Mitchell as well, just because. And I love Shea, but I think Shea's got a little bit of the jaw effect where he, he he plays at his pace. He makes these crazy type of plays, but I think Mitchell's a better overall player a little bit. And then the other one, Donnie. I know where you're going with this, but I have to say it because I think it's closer than it was at the start of the year. Jalen Brown or Donovan Mitchell?
0: I think I think it's Mitchell, man.
2: I think I think I, I think it's it Mike P. Mitchell too, which I, it's
0: crazy because it's the same thing with Paul George. It's like Brown clears on the defensive yes, end, yes. But and Jalen Brown's such a good offensive player too. But it's just like we're ta- like the the scoring that Mitchell has done this year is it, like you can't you can't ignore it. A seventy-point yep. game, four consecutive forty-point games. It's the volume three-point shooting he has in some games. The ability to shoot over guys who are much taller than him. He has a better handle than Jalen, I think. I think he's a better playmaker than Jalen. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's subject to change because I think both guys are still getting better like every game, it seems like. But um yeah, and maybe it maybe it would be different if we ever saw Jalen Brown as a number one somewhere. But I, I don't think I can say J B is better than Donovan Mitchell. Right yeah. Now.
2: I, I was just curious because I know you love J B. You've been standing on yep. J B for the past three years here, but um, I think I think Mitchell too. is just, and that's the biggest thing. And Mitchell's just shown it this year. Where I, I told Jake before this, I'm I'm falling in love with the Cavs in the postseason because I think Mitchell just has found that new level, and I think he's going to be able to carry this team. Where he's surrounded by some really good defenders, some really good playmakers. We'll see. I may be eating my words here, but who I who would I have thought? i the sentence I'm Dunning. about to say for the
1: Cavs. Oh boy! Oh boy! I need a healthy Isaac Okoro. <laughs> he hasn't, hasn't played in like weeks. Knee soreness.
0: I need him back. Oh my God. You, you missed
2: Okoro. What a 180
0: he's, he's, you did out of Okoro. The, he game.
1: is the running mate that Mitchell needs, bro. Because he <laughs> has Isaac Okoro or Jalen Brown?
2: <laughs> Clip that one for TikTok. Well, when the, that, it's...
1: I mean, you're going to have Isaac Okoro when Jalen Brown's on the Cavs next year. Oh, so, stop you know, it. So. You guys yeah, didn't hear it.
0: Actually, I should have put this in the news as well. Jalen Brown was, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he said in a post-game interview, he he looks forward to clearing all that stuff up from the Ringer article. And yesterday, if you guys have the time to watch it, he had a sit-down interview with Shams. It was fantastic. You know, he said he called Jason Tatum a brother. The only thing that could make their time playing together sweeter is if they can get a championship It would put a ribbon on everything. Uh, he talks about how close he is with Marcus Smart talks about how he likes being in Boston it was just uh it was basically a breath breath of fresh air if you're a Boston Celtics fan and we're worried you know if JB's head's in it um you know does that define anything as uh concrete going forward for Jalen Brown's future no but it, it definitely was um just good to hear and it definitely cleared up some of the things that i feel like people were for sure taking out of context from that uh, that article the people who love to just read the headlines and um not dive into things so i I thought that was cool as well i
1: don't know if you guys had. i
0: didn't see it yet no i didn't i didn't even get to
1: see it yet um jb is i think he's been very he's been very he wanted to get his word out and then he wanted to get back out there be like listen all that shit I said, I still just want to win a title, and that's right. like the point for the last two weeks. Like since that article came out, like guys, like what are we talking about here? Do you know who I am? I mean, like yeah. that's feel. That's what I feel like it's been like the reaction basically for him. So good on him for getting out there and setting it straight.
0: Also, just cool tidbit for if you know if you're listening to this and haven't seen the interview too. He he, he said that him and Smart have gotten so heated at each other that they put each other in headlocks in the locker room, which I just thought that was <laughs> sick. Like imagine JB and Smart start like a WWE brawl in the locker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I could see that from Smart, bro. I'm sure he's tried to put about everyone on the team on a headlock. Marcus Smart's definitely one of those dudes that like tried to wrestle like everybody at some point. Like just has tried to like tackle you to the ground at some point in your life, no matter what. Just leg sweeps on Grant Williams
0: every day. (laughs)
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: All right. Now that now we've got the the hot takes out of the way, news and notes are done. We're we're in full playoff mode we're now. Mode. Um I want to start the east with uh cuz we just talked about how the Sixers and the Nuggets have the same yeah. record now. Yeah. Do you guys think I saw that I forget where I saw this, but mm. I saw this question posed on Twitter the other day. Okay. Um are the Best teams in the league, the Bucs, Celtics, and Sixers right now? Is the top three seeds in the East, are those all three the best teams in the league?
2: I'll give you the first two, but I think you can really debate a, a few teams for that third spot right now. I, I, think, I think you can debate a, a few teams. And I, I told you this. Like, I think I said it last week, a healthy Kevin Durant, the Suns are probably the third best team in my mind. I, I really I really, truly believe that. I like that. Um, but I think you can deb- debate a few teams. But I also think – you can't really debate the top two. Whether you what order you want to put them, that's fine. But it's Milwaukee, Boston. I really do think it's Milwaukee, yeah. Boston. I think Philly's close. They're getting there. They're playing great right now. But I don't think you can just say they're for sure the third best team. I, I don't, don't think,
1: think they, they are. I just I was just wondering where you guys were at. <clears throat> no, the Lakers are the third best team,
2: guys. Stop. Come on. Stop.
1: That. I honestly think I don't. I'm half joking, but dude, they have like I'm, I need to look. I meant to look this up before the record since the trade deadline it's is good. it's crazy it's really crazy. good, it's it's really crazy. good. <laughs> i i don't think
0: the straight. lakers are the third best team but i no, think the no, lakers no, are better either. than the sixers no. i actually agree with that wow
2: okay that's i mean i think the i don't the consistency is a scary thing but no, I, they don't. i'll tell you right now i'll tell you right now i said the same thing a couple weeks ago but the t- totally different teams i'll tell you right now miami gets to that six seed and they play Philly in the first round. You bet. You know. You know who I'm betting, Donnie. You yeah. know a fact who I'm betting to win that yeah. series. The now they, I think series. they match up well. But I mean, it's just it's and it's tough because it's like Philly fans are going to be distraught if they have another early exit. Well, it's it's, gonna, they're going like, to like I think I mean, the Sixers are good. <laughs> I just don't know if they're playoff like make a run type good. Ah. Yeah,
0: well, I had this year. Do you guys do you guys think they blow everything up if they first or second round exit?
2: Everything up besides probably Embiid, right?
0: Right, like, I mean, fire Doc,
2: Yeah,
0: fire Doc, maybe, and then James to Houston.
2: I've seen that. I've seen James to Houston, which Houston's yeah. got its own issues. But I, I definitely think if they – Exit early, James is probably gone, for sure. Yeah. And then probably a few role players. I think they would try to build around Maxi and Embiid. I think they're finally starting to believe in Maxie. Um, I know he's they good, was kind of man. up and down he's at so the start good. of this year, but when he's been a starter in the lineup, he's been very good shooting, sometimes inconsistent. But I think he's someone who can be very, very good, maybe a, a number two option on this team after Embiid. So I wouldn't be surprised if they lost early to try to rebuild what they have around Joel i think doc's gone no
1: matter what if they yeah, if they chill. if they don't win the finals this year i think doc's gonna be gone honestly i mean just it, yeah it, it never lasts it's not like he's always he's like a 10-year coach any place and him and joel have been there's been some quotes out there the last couple of weeks couple months where they're 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 referencing each other on yeah. some un, unhappiness and uh James Harden in the playoffs is still a very big looming storyline around Philly. I can't pick them as the third best team in the playoffs, like going into the playoffs for that reason more than anything. So I think it would be – I wouldn't pick the Cavs either. I think it would have to be a West team for me. I think I'm with you, Steve. The Suns maybe just because – Yeah. or the Warriors. If if Wiggins comes back and looks – They got to win on the road.
2: They got to win on the road. But Wiggins will help that
1: defense on the road immensely, immensely. But, yeah, I mean, they've – it's – it's a joke. We talked about it There's last week. Still single digits, joke.
2: right? Still single digit wins um, on the road this year. Lakers nine, since yeah. that oh. so
1: the Lakers had that February eleventh sure Saturday that. night game against the Warriors. They're sixteen and seven since then. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, Warriors
0: <laughs> Warriors still nine and thirty on the road. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Me. We're
2: talking about, Yo, talking they, about a maybe the third best wins. team.
3: But they've got 40 I know, wins.
0: I know that's I disgusting, know. that's bro. crazy. The reigning champs have won nine games on the road, and we have three <laughs> games left.
1: <laughs> but that's the so thing right so... now.
2: If if, if the seeding ended right now, if the Warriors wanted to repeat, I think they'd have to win more road games of the playoffs than the regular season if they wanted to repeat. Whew.
0: Yeah, they would. That's
2: because they'd play the
0: fucking Suns in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually
2: crazy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um... unless they win every game at home, but still, like that's crazy. Yeah, but
1: if there's any team that's going to do it, isn't it the Warriors? Oh right, yeah, that's absolutely. that's the
0: thing. Like, they, uh, like if there's for... anybody
1: who can flip a switch, it's the Warriors. I just wanted to get this up here. We'd have to bring it, go deep into it. But if there's any team that can flip the the switch of these West teams, I think I trust them the most, more than Suns, more than Lakers. Yeah. yeah.
0: I just I, it is like you mentioned Jake it's all going to depend on Wiggins. Um mm-hmm. I just can't
1: I didn't think I he was coming back at all though. So the fact that he's no, even same. back is
0: Yeah. Huge. It's just going to be tough like it's it's literally going to be like how cuz he was so on point last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It almost like it's almost going to be impossible for him to be better than that and even repeat that. He I plays think you better, know obviously Yes, so he is better than doing, last year. Yeah, they fucking brought back Gary Payton. BP, dude. They yeah. let him walk and then traded back for him. They got they literally have their championship roster yeah. still there. That is the scariest thing.
2: Mm-hmm. They got ninety-year-old
1: Andre Iguodala too. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, De is gonna have twenty-seven points in a playoff dude, game. I'll, yeah, I'll tell he's you, he's been why, great. I- yeah, he great.
2: has, he really has, and it's he, like the numbers don't really justify like how much of an impact he's been making. Like when I watch a Warriors game, I'm like Dante DiVincenzo's playing. He great had tonight. big shots
0: for them yeah. too, timely <laughs> shots. Jordan Poole is disgusting last night too. Yeah. Um, like yeah, let's finish the East before we get to the West, though, we I'm sure we have much more to say about the Warriors. Yeah. Um, I, we were talking benches, we were talking. Uh, depth on these teams I wanted to ask you guys because I feel like I always hear mixed things or a lot of the time I hear that the Bucks have like a fantastic bench I'm and this isn't me just like you know a Celtics fan hating Milwaukee I, I'm not that crazy about the Milwaukee Bucks bench what do you I what mean, do you guys think about it
2: they got potential 64 to was is pretty the big reason there and then you got who do you got Grayson Allen and Javon Grayson Carter have spurts Connaughton Joe Ingles I Wes mean Matthews it's okay like it's fine I think it's better than most benches in the NBA um and I think the big thing for the Bucks bench it works for the way the Bucks team is like like I think like that's shaped good. up I think that's why the Bucks bench just kind of works they yeah. um it's not maybe not the most talented bench in the NBA, but it's a bench where it works, where they can plug these guys in, and everything's gonna be good. You no, know, like it's not like they're gonna play these all these five guys at once, right? They're gonna they're gonna move them in here and there a little bit. I'll oh, play this guy for ten minutes, this guy for like five or six minutes. Giannis will still be on the court, or Middleton will be on the court, whoever it is. Drew doesn't matter. Um, I just think it kind of works for how the way they built their team. I think that's why people kind of like the Bucks bench, because it's just a bench where it's like these guys don't really go off, but they play enough minutes to make an impact. And it kind of helps them. I don't think they have the most talented bench, but it's a bench that just kind of works. Yeah, I
0: guess that that must be what it is. And that's probably what everyone else sees, too. Like they have the shooting, right? They, yeah. you know, they have some size. They have Portis, who obviously, when I say that, I'm not questioning Portis. Portis is yeah. a, a great bench. It's player, crazy
1: but. that they can play through Portis, but you really can play like through him offensively, and then those yeah. shooters on that bench are like perfectly set up. But I think the Bucks it really be- is just go ahead. I was just gonna say it, re- it. really is just the
0: shooting at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Like they yeah. just have guys out there who can knock down shots, and like and that's like all you said, need Jay around Giannis.
2: be Portis, right. four shooters. That's what you need, yeah. right? And you that's what it comes down to. Big me. tough guy down low and shooters.
1: What it comes down to me with the Bucks is that they might be, unless Derek White start in every playoff game, they might be my favorite five man starting lineup. Like the bet, like no holes in that lineup. When you talk about Lopez, Giannis um Middleton, Drew, who's been starting alongside them, they've been—it's been that four spots been been so crazy all year. I don't know what the last couple weeks have been, but it doesn't even matter. Like, like whoever's getting those minutes in that in that slot there, Portis, if they want to play really big or Jay Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder's or Crowder, of course, yeah, Crowder's been getting the minutes recently. Then there, I mean, that's like that's a lineup with. Really, no holes. I feel like defense, maybe a little bit, maybe shooting wise, a little bit. But you have Giannis, so who cares? Yes. <laughs> like he's just and gonna he's gonna dictate everything. I guess
0: the the thing that worries me most about the Bucks bench you know if they get caught in a long playoff series, like if they get in like a six game series and then a seven game series in the Eastern Conference Finals or something, I just worry about their bench's age and mobility. If they oh, have for sure. They're gonna they're gonna be playing. Crowder, Wes Matthews, and Joe Engels, yep. huge minutes. Like, all, yes. like those guys are great shooters. They can give you valuable minutes, but it, will those guys get burnt out? Like, all three of
1: those guys could easily they burn are,
0: themselves out.
1: They have the, – that's what, and that's a great point. And they're, we're going to see Holiday and Giannis minutes are going to be crazy in the playoffs. Yeah. Those two are going to be – so. like, what we've seen the last couple of weeks is what they're going to have to do to compete with – The scoring, like just because Middleton's not gonna, he's not gonna score like he has the last couple years. It's just not gonna, but he's been playing
2: better. He has been been playing playing better,
1: but I'm not expecting him to be second star scoring. With if Brown and Tatum are both going off, like it's gonna be Holiday who's gonna have to do it alongside Giannis, and that's kind of how it was last year, too, honestly. Like, or it really was last year, obviously. Like, and it's and it worked Mm -hmm. for them, like it it got them to the precipice of making the NBA finals. (laughs) I think that they've kind of solidified just with more shooting around there. It's, but that's a very good point because if holiday if holiday slips for any reason gets nicked up if Jan, I don't even know if Giannis can get nicked up. We saw him literally his knee twist in half and, and then he put up fifty points, later. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> averaged like thirty eight and fifteen <laughs> for the next two weeks. But so, it's like disgusting, man. That's what it just gives them so many options, right, Jake? They yeah. like they just have so many options. If They can afford to play Giannis and Drew those giant minutes because they will look during the regular season too. These guys will s- slowly move in and out of the starting oh, yeah. lineup. There was a lot of times this year where Middleton didn't start. They will have Connaughton start some games. They will have Grayson Allen start some games. If they're playing big, they'll have Jay Crowder start some games. They'll play Bobby Portis at the end of games if they really want to play big. And they'll play Portis, Giannis, and Lopez at the same time. But they'll also play small. And it, it just kind of works. And like I said, Dunny, maybe like on paper it's like maybe this isn't the most talented bench, but they're veterans they're guys who are experienced, who are used to playing in these situations. They have a little bit of a mix with some young guys as well. They have the shooters which you want, and they have good defense and rebounding. And you can just kind of mix and match that how it like, you know, works with whatever game flow is going on in that game. So maybe on paper it's not the most talented bench in the world, but I think it's one of the better benches. And I think it's a bench that works with what the Bucks want to do.
0: Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean it's all it's obviously super successful. I just like I feel like whenever I'm watching a Bucks game, like mm-hmm. commentators are like gawking over the, the Bucks badge. I'm just like, dude, it's just like, are we really that excited about Jay Crowder and Joe Ingles and Grayson Allen? It's a but lot yeah, of names sense. too. And it that's the works. thing is
1: it is a lot of names that are like Yeah. It's like people have, we've heard those names a lot in basketball. So it's like, oh, look at this. It's like, and that's that's kind of what the Bucs team looks like right now. And it, it's a valid question, Donnie, because we've seen those teams in the playoffs get broken down a little bit. We've seen these yep. teams that were the And the Bucs are definitely a team. They're paying out the wazoo for, for their stars and everything else. They're trying to fill holes, minimum guys yep. here and there and everything. Yeah, it, it, it can't go. And the, that, whoever, whatever that semifinal combination is. If it's not the top four seeds, then one of those teams earned their way to that the, the semifinals and got through a great team and it should not be discounted in any series. It's gonna be a war. Like if it's Milwaukee, Cleveland, that's really what I'm talking about here. I don't think the Knicks are gonna do it. Cleveland's played Milwaukee yeah. so strong, and if the if they have some slippage against a team like that, like the margins are not that thin between Cleveland and Milwaukee. I think that's that would surprise people. Or even if it got to the conference finals, it could be quick for Philly or yeah. Boston if it's – if there's something, you know, a, a real kind of issue where those those older guys can't keep up, especially with the Celtics bench and everything else. Like, the Philly bench, I, I don't I don't care about the Philly supporting cast really at all. It's Embiid or Buster.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's, that's what that is. Yeah, I'm with you. It's funny. I was watching the
0: Celtics-Bucks game last Thursday with my dad. And Joe Ingles, like, brick to three. And then they zoomed in on him after. My dad was like, who the hell is that guy? That was such an ugly shot. I'm like, he's actually a shooter. Like, it's funny that that's that's what you see of him. But then you think that. You're like, who is this old guy that's just bricking threes out there? But anyway, I rest my case. Um, They're probably pretty good. They're the number one team in the NBA right now. They're doing something right. Atlanta, Toronto, and Miami. The play-in, the the fringe play-in group, bottom of the East. Uh, I mean, we've talked about Miami. No team wants to see them in the, in the playoffs. Um, I'm sure no one's looking forward to playing them in the play-in if they don't get out and get grab that sixth spot. Yeah. Um, where where are we at with these three teams? I think we discussed these three teams
2: like a week. A
1: little or two bit, ago. but I'm a little I'm a little upset as even though Chicago I'm wearing my Cavs fan hat. If I had Chicago my Chicago clinched. hat, yeah, Chicago yeah. clips right the on. play in.
2: I knew he'd say that. <laughs>
1: Levine and DeRozan Sunday afternoon hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. 30, 36 points and thirty-one points back to back. If those two could do that in those play-in games, man, yeah. I, don't yeah. I don't know. I don't know. and the 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 heat though. We're really talking about the heat, right? Like I-
2: can, the Heat could sneak up and and jump Brooklyn too. They are like, still so that possible. is one of the things too. Brooklyn needs a game to, back. Yeah. yeah,
1: Brooklyn needs to keep winning. They have to wait like um, they got to stay ahead. I think they have the tiebreaker, I believe. But um, still, like it's it's too. It, they can't be feeling good right now, Brooklyn. Oh. And the Brooklyn gets to that seven, and Brooklyn could lose both those games to Atlanta, Toronto, very easily. I don't think Miami will. I could see Brooklyn losing those games though.
2: Brooklyn is playing Detroit tonight, though. So they yeah. should be a game and a half up on the Heat by the end yeah. of tonight. They're playing a practice squad. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That's what Detroit is. What do you
1: theater. guys think, though, about the East Platon? Because I do like the group of
2: teams. Like It's not like it's a. It's it not will like be a just, fun play. Yeah it'll be a fun play. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun play. And I actually kind of would really love to see the uh 9-10 if it uh if Toronto jumps Atlanta and it's Atlanta Chicago, there'll be no defense played in that game. Zero. There, that'll be that'll be a lot of scoring if it's Atlanta zero. Chicago. But um I think I mean all these playing teams, you know how I feel about it. I think the Heat are the only one who have a legitimate chance to really give any of the top uh, two seeds a a uh, series. But I mean, I think it'll be fun. I mean, I, I like you know I like Toronto, you know I like Pascal and Scotty. I mean, Chicago's fun with Levine and DeMar and mm-hmm. Atlanta, Trey Young can go crazy. And I I know their defense has been bad and we've warned about this, but Trey Young and DeJounte Murray could be fun yeah. for maybe Not just one of those, the, you know, sudden death playing games. That's the only what team f- I
1: want out of the playoffs. Just, what a f- just I, agree at- Mary, I don't want uh, it. I don't uh, want Atlanta in yeah, there either. No, I but Atlanta. um,
2: I think they're all they're all you know fun teams to a point, but the only one who's a real threat to get like if they got out of the plan it would be Miami in my opinion
0: yeah it's it's I have this in the notes here, and it might have not made sense to you guys, but this is just my thinking as a Celtics fan. It's crazy how intertwined the Celtics are with these three teams just to end the season here because yeah. whether Boston fans say it or not. No Boston fan wants to see Miami in the first round of playoffs. That's just a fact. We sent them home by the skin of our teeth last year in a (laughs) seven-game series, and they're highly motivated. Jimmy Butler and Spolster alone should scare us. And then the Hawks, we play our last game of the season, so that could, you know, depending on what they do, their other couple games, could decide their fate. And then the Raptors, we have a game against them tonight, and then we have to play them Friday night again. And yeah. the Raptors have been playing strong down the season. They have. And they have a, a tough group of guys, as we all know. Um, so it's just funny that, like, the, the Celtics could kind of dictate how this play-in tournament for the East shapes up. Uh, I'm glad the Bulls are sitting in there, though. I think I yeah. think they'd fare better in this play-in tournament than the Pacers would, even though the Pacers would be fun. Pacers are um, fun. They're not ready yet. No. Man, it's just not, Yeah. But Bulls who knows dude Pat Bev could be jumping up on a
1: scores table again and uh, <laughs> bro they got the they, got the they got the they got the play in
2: all-star they got the play in mvp yeah. ready to roll they got
0: mr play in pat they knew Bev. what they were doing
2: i just want to see mid range demar Beth. i just want to see mid range demar just just start pulling up from mid range take like 20 <laughs> shots just make 15 of them mm. just mm. pulling up in your face i, from I will mid-range. tell you what, i just want to see
1: that. I will tell you what though, if they do make the playoffs somehow, I'm not going to watch them play the Bucks again because they lost by like 40 when I went last year. <laughs> I will not be doing that again. That's
2: that's I mean, and that's the thing, right? We look at these teams. The only team I think could match up well in a series is Miami. None of these teams can defend Milwaukee or Boston besides Miami. I mean, yeah. we saw it. We saw it last year. It's not just like me saying that. We saw the results. There's, I still don't think Miami
1: can do it. I still don't think Miami can can do anything. To I, I
2: think Miami can do it better than the other dog. Yeah, the other they can three. do it better, but yeah, right.
1: J- Tatum and Brown are so much better. That Butler Butler's <laughs> going to have some throwback moments, but they're not going to be able to. He's not going to be able to do anything to them many this time around. That's another. The team. only thing in their way is them. Those two are in their own yeah. way in that series. That's that's
0: that's another team that I think just doesn't have the bench, and that's probably why they're mm-hmm. the seventh seed right now.
1: Anyway. Yeah. I They're going to be wa- Miami's going to be hoping Hero leads them in score. Hero has to like be a twenty-seven point a game scorer, basically. Yeah, I think alongside Jimmy for them to yeah. make noise and. I don't know. I'm not as big high on hero. I think as you he guys could do that at fifty
2: percent of the games, right? Hero is exactly. so up and down where yeah. if Hero makes his first two shots of the night, you can pencil him in for thirty plus. Exactly. Also, it literally he, is if he hero, misses the if he misses the, he makes those first couple, you're like, All right, hero's dropping thirty on us tonight. He misses the and first couple, you're like, Oh boy.
0: Yeah, this year, yep. if it is, uh if you know Miami and Boston do see each other again, it's not, it's not Derek White and a hobbled Marcus Smart and injured Marcus Smart. It's, True, it's Derek White, a healthy Marcus Smart, and Malcolm Brogdon this time around. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, th- those three guys. <laughs> that people... guard up stupid. It's Bro, stupid. When, the, when all it, three of just, them are on, it's me. actually the funnest thing to watch. Can we turn? This it's like into better a, than like, watching like, the Jazz. Can we turn it into a Derek
1: that? White podcast? Can yeah, this
0: just good, not have. a basketball? <laughs> you don't have to ask me, Derek White. I fucking
1: yes. fuck Derek White. He's, he's so 45 nasty. 45 minutes a game. Like, I'm so serious. Also, he's so fucking
0: good. I'm going to make this a clip, too, and I'll probably get yelled at for some more 12-year-olds. But fuck Gilbert Arenas, bro. I don't know if you guys <laughs> – <laughs> So random without context, but I'll explain it myself. I don't know if you guys saw this, but last week, I don't know if he has a podcast or if he was on somebody else's, but he was just like, I don't even know what the Celtics are. Like, he's like, they can't win a championship. He was like, Derek White doesn't even know what type of player he is. Like, he just went down our roster and just – he was like, Horford's old and I like, can't play anymore. I'm like, bro, are you even there watching the, the NBA? Too. Horford's yeah. been playing good this year too. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA, yeah. dude. Uh, dude, that got me fired up, especially the like, his comment about Derek White. I don't remember what he said. He's like, he doesn't – he he did something to bring down Derek White, and I was just that just pissed me off. Bro. Derek <laughs> White has been nasty this year, incredible this year. Al Horford said Derek White should be first team all all defense. Wow, wow, he's first. Wow. He's first among guards in block shots and contested shots.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, no,
1: yeah. I remember Donnie. You remember we? I think we had it. We both either I sent it to you earlier. You sent it to me about his contested shot rate was, like, historic at the beginning of the season. Like, when he was first started cooking, he was, like, the best contested shot rate, like, in NBA history since they started tracking it or something. Insane. Like, dude has just been off the charts good for this team, and I just want to and see that
2: the, the th- other thing with Derek. White too? I know his defense will be great all year, but when one of the Jays is out or someone else is out and Derek White has to step off offensively, he has. Yep. Whether it's scoring, whether it's playmaking, he just has. He stepped up when he, the is, he, had, he had 26 every last single night. Time. I just want it's just crazy. I know. I was just going to read you guys his stat line because
0: obviously it was over. Everyone's stat line was overshadowed by yeah, uh, Embiid, uh, uh, Embiid last night 26 points, seven rebounds, four assists, two blocks. <laughs> That's a like, guard what? right there. God. That's a guard. That's like the fifth best best player on the Celtics, too.
1: <laughs> Insane. Uh, yeah, I love that's that. Good we we luck should do a Derek enemy. White that's point. every week. Good yeah. luck, God, I, I, I yeah. agree. Kyle, Kyle Lowry chasing around Derek White all night. <laughs> yeah, that's comedy, bro. True. Um, the the yeah. one
0: team we haven't even talked about, and I don't know if this is just rude, but the Brooklyn Nets, let's just quickly – thoughts – do they have a chance to beat my or the beat Philadelphia?
2: Yeah, I love I love Brooklyn Bridges. I love Mikael Bridges. I, he's yep. he's stepped up in a, a ways we didn't expect. Their defense mm. has been great since they made the deal. I wonder why Dallas, but um, <laughs> you know it. It's just the biggest thing for me, and this is why I'm kind of down on the nuts a little bit. If they go up against Philly, the playoffs is so much more about star power than any point in the regular season, right? You got to have that superstar you rely on, whether you're down in the game and you need him to help you bring a comeback or you just want someone to take over in the fourth quarter. And what worries me a little bit, Dunny, is we've only seen a two-month sample size of Mikael Bridges being the guy. And I think when you get into a playoff series, especially on the road in a hostile environment, someone who hasn't really ever had to take on that role before – that might be a little tough, so that's where I'm a little bit down on the on the Brooklyn Nets. It's it's either right Dinwiddie or Bridges to become that guy, and I I can't get behind it right now.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. The only reason I think that they could steal a few games from Philly, if that is, you know, obviously that would be the matchup. Now things are subject to change with these last couple of games here. I think um, I think they're kind of built correctly to to steal a game or two from Philly. Yeah. I think they have great perimeter defense. They have great wing defenders, which would bother Maxi and Harden. And then, obviously, they don't have the best size in the world, but I think Claxton is enough and, guys, those wing defenders collapsing on Embiid could be enough to bother him for a game or two. So, I just – you know, I felt bad we didn't talk about Brooklyn at all just because they're kind of in the middle where, like, this is a team that just got assembled at the deadline – the, it's so different from where they started. They shut down Ben Simmons. They have a lot of very above-average guys, and that's about it. You know, aside from Bridges, I, I'd say Bridges on the verge of a great player. Um, but yeah, and then you know, they're, they're probably you know they could fall into the play-in, which I think they they'd probably end up being the best team in the play-in if they fall down yeah. there. Yeah, um, but they're just in this tweener. They're a tweener team. They're a tweener in the standings. It's just, you, you know, that's all I can really say about Brooklyn right now.
2: Well, I also think, too, they're exceeding expectations. But what we thought the Nets would be after this whole Kyrie Katie thing blew up. Right. Yeah, we yeah, thought they, have- they
0: dropped like crazy.
2: And, that, and that's what I'm saying. For them to be here is is impressive enough as it is. My biggest concern is just I, I don't think they have that guy who has the experience of stepping up in these types of games. Yeah. And as much as I love Mikael Bridges, you know I love Mikael Bridges, give, it, give him a year, right? He's only yeah. been the guy for two months. And, yeah, he's averaging 27, 5, and 4, and he's <laughs> shooting at insane clips. But the playoffs are a little different sometimes. And we've seen mm-hmm. this with other, you know, blossoming stars where they struggle a little bit in some spots. So give it a year for britches.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. With that. yeah they, don't, they don't, they just don't got the punch. I think Spenny brought mm-hmm. that up too. He was just worried about the scoring punch and that's like yeah. going to be the biggest thing, but Hey, if they play Philly, I, I am, I'm fading Philly, no matter who they play in the first <laughs> round. I do not trust. I don't trust. joel has been going so ham for this MVP I don't trust James Harden. That, that could be so quick. It could be quick for Philly if they run into the wrong matchup. So Brooklyn, mm. who knows? Who knows, man? Yeah. That's
0: where I'll be. Like I'll be fading Philly it. no matter what. Just I want to see that. them steal at least steal a game or two if we do yeah, get that match. I think they could yeah.
2: definitely win a couple games.
0: All right. Western conference time. We already talked about a couple of these teams. Um, you know, the Warriors, we we talked about how Wiggins comeback's huge. They're going to have to win road games. It's just, they're just going to have to do it, whether Steve Kerr and Steph Curry like it or not. They're going to have to get some dubs on the road. Um, And then the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets is who we should talk about first. I mean, obviously, all three of us think. (laughs) Yeah. I think all three of us think they have something to prove. Um, I, you know, we talk about depth, I think they have some of the best depth in the league. But Steve, I think it's Steve. It was you at the beginning of the episode, or I don't know. It was one of you two. We only have three guys on here. It was one of you two. But you um, <laughs> now, no, I'm thinking about. it. I think it was Jake. Uh, but <laughs> the, the defense on the Denver Nuggets. Who's gonna fucking play defense for this team? And then. You were right, Tony. No. All right. Yeah. Cool. And then we think about the bench, which I love their bench, but their bench isn't great at defense either.
2: No, that's the thing. Is you Bruce Brown their best defender? Probably. Probably. Is Bruce Brown their best defender? Probably, probably. <laughs> then, that's, their best defender? <laughs> that's the craziest part, right? It's like all these other teams we talk about, you know top three, top four stars that are going to be in the playoffs at least one or two of them is pretty good on the other end of the court. The Nuggets' three best players are the guys that should carry them through the playoffs, and so this is the one seed we're talking about. The one yeah. seed Dever Nuggets, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, and Jokic, they are all bad defenders. They're yeah. just not good defenders right now. And unless something just clicks and they just switch up come playoffs, I just I don't see it. And that's why I say the Nuggets are a fun regular season team. I just don't know if they could go up against these experienced teams, elite teams with superstars like the Phoenix Suns, like the Los Angeles Lakers, like the Golden State Warriors and be able to just limit what LeBron could do or what Curry could do or what KD could do. Just guys like that. That's that's where I look at the Nuggets and I'm like, yeah, Jokic is probably going to put up numbers. Murray will probably probably put up numbers. Michael Porter Jr. have a couple games so he'll be scorching hot. He won't miss anything. But is that enough? I don't know.
0: I really hope the lakers get the eight seed oh that's so that mean. would be
1: insane
0: they're like i legitimately th- i think like, the lakers
1: want the eight seed to be honest I yeah, think that they would like they would rather that. play denver than <laughs> memphis right i was thinking i that. think so yeah dude even i'm even thinking like if they were because the lakers are right now just the, the warriors 42 and 38 Lakers and Clippers are both 41 and 38. So they and both, they're playing they tonight. Play tonight. So yep. they will both, one of them will be tied with the Warriors. I don't know how the tiebreaker works. Maybe one of them will be in fifth, and one will be tied with effectively with the Pelicans, 40 and 39, who also play tonight, and the Timberwolves, 40 and 40. Like that's the, like, those, yeah, that,
3: that machination could
1: change in how many different directions over with three games and everybody playing them. That's so, I've never seen anything. Have you, do you guys
2: remember? A race, five, like this? five seeds separated by two games from the five seed to it's the nine. Gonna, seed. Two games with two games to go, uh, like two, three games to go. Crazy. I mean, I don't think I don't remember something like this.
0: No, and go and going <laughs> forward, it's it's going to look like this a lot more in years to come. Just because of the yeah. playing, like there's yeah, just those that nine and ten team are just in contention now. Like they, if they, that's the like great if the.
2: Point. It's it's awesome to, to be completely honest. I think we're I all in agreement. We love the playing. Right? Yeah, we love the addition of land. I I'm a huge fan of it. It oh, yeah. gives
0: you like a little primer for the playoffs. Yeah. You get you get these no stress unless your team's in it. You get like these no stress. <laughs> yeah, <things>. It's <laughs> opposite of no stress. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, it's like a perfect mix of like March Madness vibes mm-hmm. in an NBA basketball game. Agreed. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, I love the plan, but I. I don't know where, like, would the depending on how hot the Lakers end the season. Actually, no, I guess they couldn't end the season hot and then also get the eight seed. But like, where would the money be at in that series for a Lakers Nuggets? Like a betting
2: line, like, Ooh, yeah. Like the series would be, I bet the Lakers would still be underdogs, but I think it would be like plus barely one, though, right? Plus one twenty, plus one thirty. Yeah, I think it would I'm be thinking, as close man. to a pickup as we ever see I think a I would, a I one verse eight. Yeah, I, I think, think I would hammer Lakers
1: up. right away because the line would move. Oh, the public no would be,
2: be smashing the Lakers, right? Yep. I think I think that'd be obvious, but I don't know if they'd be wrong, wrong to. It's a good matchup for them. But also, too, like, and, and this is just me being like, I want to see the Nuggets succeed because the Nuggets have been a good basketball team. They just they fall short in the playoffs, and it'd be cool to see a guy who's won back-to-back MVPs actually you know start to not just himself play well but his team play well when it comes to the playoffs because the one thing where people get so upset why Jokic went two MVPs they're like oh just stats just stuffing stats like he's not really a true MVP Mm -hmm. and it's like if Jokic could have a deep playoff run with the Nuggets not only would that help the Nuggets this year but that would help look Jokic's like legacy and him being like an all-time great big it would yeah he needs right, that guys. though. He needs the success. He needs the playoffs because he's putting up numbers in the playoffs. He's still he's putting up awesome. numbers, yeah. but it's like the team just falls short. So I, I kind of like want the Nuggets to play while well. I want them to win a couple series because I think it would be great for Jokic. I think it would also be great for basketball.
1: This mm-hmm. is your guys, so both of you here, just looking at the West. do you have something else on this on Jokic here? Nope. All right. The Nuggets in general. All right. Because I'm just looking at it in total right now. You have the Nuggets, Grizzlies, and Kings as the first three seeds. You have the Mm -hmm. Suns, Warriors, Clippers, Lakers as the next four. Which group would you take? Like, if you had
2: right now. You, you would take I have, the second group? I, I'm taking the second, I'm group, taking the second still. group I'm still taking I'm take, Me too, like every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am. And it's like I said this earlier. When, I mean, LeBron, I Steph, was, and KD are in the second group. That's why, what I'm you know. saying, right? <laughs> and I'm and the, the four best players in the playoffs. Yeah. I love Jokic. Yeah, right? I love like, Jokic. He's great. But come playoffs, if we're doing a, a fantasy draft, you got to pick a player for the playoffs. I'm taking all four of those names before Jokic. I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I You have to, right? You, you, Yes. Two I of, mean, those, dude, guys,
1: two
0: of those guys, two of those guys have the, the most points out makes, of active
1: players. When, yeah. when the Lakers, if you're just talking about it, the Warriors, won the finals, obviously. Suns right. made the finals two years ago, added Kevin Durant. He's okay. Yeah. He's all right. He's lived up to the potential we've given them already. And LeBron James, when he makes the playoffs, he has made the NBA finals. <laughs> the yeah. last, every other time he's made the playoffs, the last since 20, 2009. So. You know, that's a tough, tough ask for the Kings looking, you know, as the home seed looking at that 3 6. That's going to be the biggest Vegas thing. No one's going to bet on the Kings, bro. Whoever that 6 is. I don't want to say that. The Kings are swept as.
2: <laughs> oh, no, no, stop. That's so mean. That's, a, that's so mean. That's oh, so, I, want, I want to root for the Kings, dude. I mean, no, I, totally you? I love I, I it. Love it man. The I'm rooting for the Kings the whole
0: way. I didn't. The whole way. I, I couldn't. I, I shouldn't have said that. They broke their playoff drought after 16 years. If they win. play the Lakers, they might get swept. Though. If
2: it's Kings, Clippers, Clippers aren't playing good defense. No, they're, right they're now. Won't, they won't get swept. Well, there. Yeah, Kings, could, could, ma- Kings could potentially win that.
0: What I know is wrong t- with the Clippers, by the way? I look like I- a damn fool. I've been saying I- they're going to win the championship I- all year. And I'm like, oh, it's just because Kawhi's been load managing. And now PG is hurt. It's like,
2: Jesus Christ, man! What is wrong yeah. with this team? But the problem is, as soon as we get off the Clippers, Dunny, that's when it's Kawhi's going to channel his playoff Kawhi, and it's going to be like, oh my god, the Clippers are incredible.
1: Yeah, like we should have seen this coming with the yep. roster. They you have. know, Ty Lu has like he has like a books like this big on every potential of the top three seeds of how he's going to shut down their team absolutely I will be ready for a playoff series i don't dude they've been it's been a mess that's really? why I, i'm on the lakers tonight even if they're on a back-to-back because i feel like it's like a playoff game and i'm gonna pick lebron and ad over whatever this mess of a clippers I team in Kawhi's gonna be awesome tonight don't get me wrong i'm sure the clippers gonna- are still favored even without PG too. They were well. That I think it's because of the back to back. They the they were in Utah last night. The Lakers oh, back to LA. But I mean, it's in like it's a home Makes game sense. for them, really. So it's not like it's the the worst case scenario. It's it's just crazy that we're all three of us are like, yeah, we're taking the four through seven seeds, and I I think you'd be stupid not to. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I do too. Let it's those other a, teams prove it. Let those other teams. It's the teams fact prove that it. those
0: guys are are all part of those teams, man. Like Steph, KD, LeBron,
1: like that's And Kawhi. That's all. And you maybe gotta say. we're gonna look dumb, and th- this is like this is just the changing of the guard year. But I feel maybe. like it's also just the good teams, like. Had injuries all year, and now they're gonna, they're and, getting healthy at the right time.
2: <laughs> and I think too, at once we see the lines come out for a playoff series, I think they're going to be more on our side, where these are going to be much mm-hmm. closer to pickups, or the lower seeds are going to be favored rather than what you would expect. Right when a when a one plays, well, when a three plays a six, when a two plays a seven, so. I don't think it's crazy to say that you're going to take those, those four teams over the top three because the Kings don't have playoff success. They haven't been there. No one on the roster for the most part has even been there. There's a couple guys. Yeah. The, the nuggets we've got beat like LeBron limitation. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. So bonus is kryptonite is AD and LeBron. He's got to go (laughs) up against both good luck. Um, And then you look at the Grizzlies and I think the Grizzlies are a fun team, but my biggest thing with the Grizzlies, I think the Grizzlies can beat themselves sometimes. And I think that's really going to hurt the Grizzlies. So I think the top three teams have as many, you know, limitations or things that are just kind of, you know, shying me away from them as much as the, you know, four through seven teams do. But I'm just – so I'm just going to go with star power then. I said it. The NBA playoffs, I like to lean more towards the superstars who have proven themselves in the playoffs because it's a different type of game and it's a different type of pressure. And these guys have all shown it that they have overcome that pressure and they step up in the big moments before where the top three seeds, not as much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. The the West is going to be – I mean, the, oh, we, be so we've been saying it all It's going to be so much fun. Go- I literally Highly can't wait. so hyped,
2: man. Yeah, I'm excited for the playoffs this year. The last more, thing I, will I say think more so than I've been in a long time for yeah. the first round. Yeah. I think the first round is going to be electric. It's be chaos. Time. Chaos. The the
1: the, the last thing I the last thing I'll bring up about the Lakers is how how did we get here? <laughs> I thought they were like we all were like they're dead. Really good. Everybody said, they, said they, they were dead. Yeah, those really deadline moves were deadline. crazy. I mean, they're really a different team, moves. and they didn't
0: look it at the time, right? And Oliver Austin Reeves is a like, superstar now. Like he's dude, legit a superstar. Austin Reeves.
2: has been unbelievable. He had
0: twenty eight last night. I, I, I thought I got God. I he apparently he has his own signature shoe now. I thought it was yeah. fake, bro. And he like I don't I don't even remember the brand. Which is that's that's probably why probably Austin Reeves like is about to get like five
1: for ninety million this off season. Like it's gonna be crazy yeah but the thing but joking i'm joking kind of joking about that but that's also a guy who saw competition come in and just stepped up and now he's playing in an even bigger role than he was before and they have better plate pieces behind them it's it's just crazy because we all thought they were dead when when lebron went down we were all sure of it we were like well you know it was it was fun but they really would have to like pull it together and what they do they fucking
2: pulled it together yeah they did Austin Reeves yeah. in March, averaging 17, 4, and 6. Like, I mean it to, to that's be awesome. your technically fourth option, right? Fourth yeah. option after Ruiz LeBron, AD and Russ. I mean that you can't ask for anything more than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they've been amazing, man. It's it's weird. It's honestly just the best way to describe it is weird. It's like you know, but
1: it's been a fun wrinkle in the working. West now because yeah. now the West yeah. is just that much more interesting because they're a team like like we like we just talked about all these teams that have struggled injuries back and forth. We knew what their potential could be if they were healthy. Let's just see them healthy. Let's just see them they're healthy. I'm trying to get to. They're all trying all try to get there. there. Mm-hmm. Maybe load management works. Uh, <laughs> I don't like
0: that. I don't like that. <laughs> no, because look at the Clippers, bro. <laughs> yeah, true. That, that's true. that's true. That's um. Last thing, I I, tr- I was gonna try to make this mo- it its own segment, but honestly, I have the NBA teams that are weird on social media. It was just, it might just be TikTok. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this, but NBA like le- legit like the teams TikTok pages, yeah. Are just like in random videos comments. I don't know if it's like an algorithm thing where like they'll go to a a video that has like a millions of views or millions of likes just because they know people are gonna be in the comments to like get attention. But I was on TikTok yesterday, and long story short, it was like this video of like this mom and her son like shot her with a Nerf gun dart, and she fell off oh, a ladder.
2: With, with the paint. paint
0: over the couch, and yeah, I was like, That's, that's that was staged, so I went yeah. to the comments because I'm always like, Oh, people have to agree with me that this was fake, and the Utah Jazz. Like official account commented and said first because you know people like will comment like first <laughs> first one here, but they were like it no. was a post that was like days ago, and this was like two hours ago. i
2: yeah. like, who the hell is running the That's Utah def- Jazz? We got too many Gen Z's running these accounts now because yeah. they want the trendy stuff on TikTok, so they hire like, the intern. What, was- what is going
0: on with NBA teams social media accounts? I'm like, is this <laughs> is this like a common practice or the Utah
2: Jazz just fucking weird? Well, that's the thing, too. You'll see someone randomly be like, oh, I'm going to try to get all 30 NBA teams to comment on this random TikTok I'm mm. doing. And they do. Yeah, and they, they all, all do. do. It's like, what are you doing? You're the official account for a professional team. What are we doing?
0: The yeah, interns, it like, dude, man. The
2: interns are crazy. Could not be the most
0: more bizarre thing for an NBA team to comment on. But, yeah, I just saw that, and I was like I- – are these teams just weird as hell on social media? But uh what
2: what a reaction by the lady to the nerf dart though. If no one's that was, seen oh that my, video, so I mean man. I mean, what are we doing? It was it's great a acting fart. though. Oh, yeah. it was awful acting. <laughs> it was it was it was so bad. It was I, like what are you doing? It had like it had like almost it?
0: seven million likes, so it may have been worth it, but you did just cover yourself and your couch in paint. It looks so. so like, I wasn't
1: ms No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, I, was so I was so mad. I was so mad stop, watching man. it. This was- is <laughs> oh, the I'm dumbest sick. thing ever. Like exactly. Like yeah. I guess you went viral, sick. Like yeah it's, You're you're a dumbass though. You went viral wait. for being stupid. That's where's the line? Yeah. <laughs> I can't
0: wait until. Um our listeners get through this whole episode and then just the end is us breaking down a viral TikTok, <laughs>
1: <laughs> as we should. That's what they're, that's what they're you know, for. you've seen it too. Everyone. Yeah. everyone. Everyone's I know. seen
2: that
0: stupid Absolutely. video. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, bro. Well, not the video, just the fact that the Utah jazz yeah. are in the comments. Like, I didn't uh, know.
2: I didn't even know the jazz commented on them. That's incredible. Yeah.
0: I was just looking through to like, see people wrote yeah. Cause I, I didn't want to take the time out of my day to comment and, something hateful but i was like someone else had to have shit on this Oh, video. tiktok
2: saying something bad on TikTok yeah. comments?
0: what <laughs> no um i think that'll do it though that was that was a great great little playoff preview i'm jacked up
2: next week next week it's we'll like playing
1: next week we games are to talk yeah, about next we week do or die mm-hmm. basketball
2: we'll actually up. know who's playing who finally mm-hmm. We, and this is crazy. We got we just one series. Where we're just we, know Cavs, Knicks. we know Cavs-Knicks.
1: We know Cavs-Knicks. We do know Cavs-Knicks. My worst nightmare of a first-round series oh, coming stop to fruition. It. Stop it's it. not the team. It's just I can't stand the Knicks. Why did it have to be the Knicks? <laughs> Knicks fans Bing in the bong. playoffs. Bing bong. I will say it's it's nice. I, I I would like to say like I'm happy to see a Cavs playoff game, but I feel disingenuous saying that. So I'm I right. like, you know. Like I feel like if I was actually like genuinely saying that, people like you're an asshole. (laughs) So it's just another day at the office for the Cavs, really. Back to where we should be.
2: Fair enough, man. I I like that. I like that mindset. (laughs) All Um,
0: right, yeah. Anything else, folks? No, I think that'll do it. Follow us at Happy Hour Hoops One on all social. Follow Trainwreck Sports. Follow the three of us. Um, if you haven't yet, go check us out on YouTube because while we're speaking right now, we're also on video. Um, follow yeah. us on TikTok, everything. Throw us a follow, throw us the subscribe. It's the same name. Roast yes. us
2: on TikTok. Everywhere. Yeah.
0: Roast <laughs> me, roast us. Um, yeah. And, and please stay tuned for playoffs, man. This is where we really like to ramp it up. We like to interact with other people on Twitter, everything. Playoffs are going to be amazing. Let's let's take the ride together. Hell Later, yeah, guys.
3: I gotta hit end.